And it goes on to say, wherever I may be. So that, that on my $100,000 in my bank account, or if I got one penny in my bank account, I'm still trusting in God. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. No matter if I don't have no food, or if I got a plate full of crab legs and lobsters and shrimp, I'm still trusting God. Out on the land where it's safety, or on the billow seas in the mist, of the ocean. And if we're honest, a lot of us is going through an ocean right now. Where the seas are billowed. Waves are tossing us back and forth. But the song says, I, I'm trusting God. <laughs> no matter what, man. No billows roll. He says, he keeps my soul. He keeps my soul. My heavenly father watching over me. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank we praise God for this day. Or whatever day it is, the 18th or the 17th or somewhere around there. <laughs> Salvation They say salvation is free But salvation is not free y'all Salvation costs you something If salvation was free. Amen. <laughs> salvation ain't free like the world say, y'all. You ready for this? Salvation ain't free like that preacher told you. Salvation cost you something. Some things. Someone or someone's is going to cost you if you want to be saved. Amen. That's why you see many folks come to church and some stay and some don't. <laughs> it's not that the word of God cannot kept them. Amen, somebody. Amen. But it's because there was something that they or some things or somebody's or somebody that they were not willing to give up in order to be saved. I wish I had some help today. Amen, somebody. See, Jesus was our perfect example. Jesus said, Father, nevertheless, not my will. But let your will be done. Amen. Father, my will, I don't want to die because I don't want to be separated from you. And I understand that out of my death, oh Lord, help me here today, somebody. I understand that there's a woman on crack out in the streets on South Grand right now. 
amen, that she gonna get the little one of these days because of my death. Oh, y'all hear me now. I understand there's some prostitutes walking up on North Grand and South Grand. I understand that because of my death, they gonna get delivered from the spirit of prostitution. Amen, y'all. Nevertheless, Father, not my will, but because there's somebody out there that can get some help. There's somebody out there that can benefit from my death. Let your will be done. Now I understand that this man named Jesus, he not only died for me, but he died for you too. All oh, y'all are here now. And if you just look back at your life and see where you used to be, and see where you are right now, you ought to tell the Lord, thank you. Can I take it a step further? You might not be where you think you ought to be. You might not be where you want to be. But thank God that I'm not stuck in the past. Amen, somebody. Thank God I'm a little bit further than I was a few weeks ago. All of this was made possible by the unselfish, willingly death of Jesus. So it caused Jesus something for you to be better off today where you was before. Mm -hmm. Let me repeat that. I said it caused Jesus something for you to be better off where you are today than you was before. But see, in a, in a, in a relationship, there's always a two-way giving in a relationship. If the wife feels like she's giving more than the husband, she gonna start to express how she's feeling. Am I right, wives? <laughs> if the husbands feel like they give more, they gonna express how they feel it because we entered into a relationship. So just like Jesus gave his all. I hate to be the bearer of bad news if you're not ready for this. But see, Jesus is requiring you to give some things as well. Don't expect a man to lay down his life and not expect anything in return. Oh, y'all hear me now. Now see, on our own, our part, it's really easy. You know, back in the slave days, they had to work 12, 16 hours a day while still trying to hold on to faith. <laughs> you don't have to do that. They was afraid of getting caught. But they still had to hold on to Jesus. You know, that's where a lot of these old hymns come from. Slaves. That's right, y'all. 
And those hymns had hidden messages. Not nor so hidden. Some was hidden and some wasn't hidden. But the gist of the story is no matter what they was going through, no matter how bad they got beat, no matter how bad they wanted to run, they still had to keep faith. Now here we are today. I ain't got no food in my refrigerator, so Lord, I don't think I'm gonna serve you today. My car broke down, so Jesus, I can't serve you today. I can't serve you until I get my car back. I'm, I'm talking about the problems of today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, back then, they love to be able to drive a car. Jesus, my light bills got turned off, so I can't serve you today. I'll catch back with you when I get my lights on. Uh, I got to put church on the back burner because I got to work these extra hours to pay my light bills. I don't have enough faith and trust in you, Jesus, that as long as I put you first, oh, Lord, I'm preaching already. As long as I put you first, I know you're going to take care of me. I don't have that type of faith, though, Lord. So we're living in a generation that wants to claim Jesus but don't want to go through the process that it takes to be a disciple or a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm going to take my text in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 9 and I really want to look at verse number 12 but because many folks are under the power of not Jesus Christ. So we are living in a day and age where it must be of utmost importance that when that soul comes into God's house that's truly sick and tired, my Lord, my God, of being sick and tired that that message of deliverance is going to be preached to. Oh, y'all. We're living in a day and age where man comes into God's house in a wretched, filthy, raggedy condition. And they leave out the doors not having no help because the preacher tried to hoop and shout and make you jump and shout under the auspice of your emotions. But I want to bring the church back to the old school. Where folks could go into the house of God and get some deliverance. Amen, somebody. Where folks that was tired of being under the bondage of sin, tired of being under the authority of all kinds types of sins, could come in God's house and those yokes, the bondage could be broken and destroyed. So he said that if verse number nine of 1 Corinthians chapter number six, he says, No, you're not. 
that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now that ought to be scary to us right there, shouldn't it? Now, hold it now. Don't say preaching. Preach something that's going to make me feel good. Preach, you preach something that's going to help me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. See, I don't really like going to the restaurants unless I can get full. You you get you 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 know something saying. See, I, I don't believe in playing thirty and forty dollars if I'm gonna go home and I'm still hungry. To me, it just don't make sense. Now you may talk about the food tastes good. I understand that, but I'm sure there's other places where the food tastes good too. So to me, me spending thirty forty dollars, amen. And when when I get home, I'm still hungry. That just don't make sense to me. Now maybe it makes sense to some y'all. That, but, 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 but that, that's okay. But let me be me. Now if I'm going to all you can eat, then I, 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 don't, I don't mind spending thirty forty dollars because I know I'm gonna get everything that I can to fulfill the desires of my stomach. Am I right, somebody? So I come to church. Not to leave out the doors. Having heard a good word message. Yeah. That ain't did nothing but Lord, made me feel good. But Lord, when I come to church, I want you to feed my mind. Yes. Am I right, somebody? Lord, I want you to feed my spirit. Lord, I want you to give me something that's going to help me down in my spirit. Give me something, Lord, that's going to destroy this thing that I'm struggling with. Amen, somebody. So he said, know ye not that the unrighteous should not inherit the kingdom of God. But he said, don't be deceived now. Then he went on to name a couple things. He said fornicators. No, a lot of us used to be for, 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 for. idolaters, adulterers, effeminates, abusers of themselves of mankind. That's homosexuality. Thieves, we used to be thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners. He said, none of these shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now when the preacher preach on that, don't get mad at the preacher. Get mad at Jesus. Am I right, somebody? Amen. Come on, somebody. I wish I had somebody help me today, huh? Because we living in a society where the preacher should not have said that. Well, what should I say then? Am I right, somebody? We living in a society where folks get mad at the preacher for preaching truth. Okay. 
Bible is the authority. Amen. I remember when I was under the authority of sex. I had to go out on Friday night to look for a good looking woman. All oh, y'all to hear what I'm saying. Amen. I know some of y'all been there too. Yes. I remember when I was under the power of that mad dog. I couldn't go to the club unless I'd been drinking mad dog. I'd be too afraid to go talk to a lady. Especially if she was real good looking. Oh, I know y'all ain't never been there. I remember when I was under the power, under the authority of fornication. My Lord, my God. Jesus didn't die for you to be under the power of any. Amen, somebody. He didn't die for you to be under the power of homosexuality. Am I right, somebody? He didn't die for you to be under the power of your alcohol. He didn't die for you to be under the power of your fornication. He didn't die for you to be under the power of your cigarettes. He didn't die for you to be under the power of any but the power of God. The Lord trying to break somebody loose today. Oh, y'all don't hear me now. It's time out for the folks in the church to be under the power of any but Jesus Christ. My Lord, how? If I'm under the bondage of the devil, if I'm still under the bondage of sin, how can I go out, amen, and lay my hands on that young man in the streets? Amen. How can I go out and maybe lay my hands on that young woman in the streets and pray and they feel the anointing in my prayers? Come on, somebody. How can I do it when I'm still under the power of my flesh? Amen. God want to break the flesh down today. God want to break down the desires of the flesh today. God want to break down the desires of the mind and say, Lord, I will not be brought under the power of any except Jesus Christ. The power. And that's where the church has lost a little bit of its authority. We don't preach deliverance messages no more. We preach messages where the people feel good. Uh-huh. When they go back home. Oh, Lord. They're not afraid to open up the fridge and pull out that bottle. But when you preach some deliverance, if that man and woman got a conscience, when they go open the fridge to pull out that bottle, that word that was spoke will start to speak to them in their mind. Come on, somebody. I want the word of God to speak to me. Not only when I'm in God's house, but Lord, when I walk out the door, seek your word, Lord, to speak to my mind. Seek your word to speak to me in my home, Lord. Seek your word to speak to me, Lord, on my job, Lord. Wherever I go, seek your word to speak to my spirit. Well, when we go, when we leave the church, we feel good because the preacher is preaching a feel, a feel good message. And they ain't naming none of the sins that we are indulging ourselves in. So that's a good preacher. Am I right, y'all? That's a good preacher. He didn't say nothing 
about the sins that I committed. Right. Amen, y'all. He didn't judge me. No, he didn't judge you if he said something about the sins that he committed. That you was committed. Is that right, y'all? The word of God spoke to you because God trying to deliver you from that power of that authority that you are under. Now, I don't mind when folks walk when I'm preaching truth. Go to that scripture, they all walked on Jesus. <laughs> Amen, y'all. Oh, yeah. They walked on Jesus, y'all. When Jesus spoke truth, they got offended and they walked. So I don't mind if folks get offended and walk. Oh, you're not walking on me. You're walking away from Jesus. Is that right, somebody? You're walking away from the only help that you got. From that time, many of his disciples did what? Go, go back up. And he said, Therefore said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except the word given unto him of my father. Now watch this. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. They got mad at him. Because he told the truth. Y'all be glad you had a church where the preacher can tell you the truth. Amen, somebody. Yeah. That word that's been spoken. Amen. Amen. It might sit down in my lap. Amen. And I might just get offended a little while. But if God is truly speaking to my spirit, if God is truly speaking to my heart, I will open up my eyes and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for showing me a way out, Lord. Thank you for the word that's helping my soul right now. Then said Jesus unto the twelve. He said, will you also go away? All the folks left. Wasn't nobody there but twelve. And Simon Peter answered, he said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Amen. 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 Lord, to whom shall we go? We don't have nowhere else to go, Lord. Because you have the words, look here, of what you Of eternal life. You got the words, my Lord, that can deliver my soul to help me to get into eternal life. So Lord, even though they all left, we ain't shutting them though. Where should we go? You got the words of eternal life for my soul. And we believe and are sure that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Well, let me go to John 10. And verse number one, verily I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door of the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way. What did he say about him, y'all? Saying he a thief. You know, he trying to sneak his way in. Right. <laughs> Don't you know the devil try to sneak his way into the church? 
Amen, y'all. Yo, if it's a true man of God, or a true woman of God, God will show them the devil trying to sneak in. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about those, now see the sheepfolds, those were cave sheds or open all areas. That was surrounded by walls made of stones or branches. So you had folks that tried to sneak over. But he said the same is a thief and a robber. Watch this. I'm going to tell you how to get saved today. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Watch this. To him, the porter, not the porter, that's the gatekeeper. the one that's got charge of opening the gate. Don't you know the pastor is the gatekeeper? Standing in the gate of the Lord's house. To him the porter opened. Listen, notice. To him. To who? The shepherd. Let me do some teaching. Now, this is talking about Jesus as the shepherd. To him, to Jesus, the shepherd, the porter, the gatekeeper, opens up the gate. Don't you know there's a veil on the eyes of your understanding? That's right. Many folks don't understand spiritual. There's a veil to the eyes of your understanding. Five minutes. There's a veil to the eyes of your understanding when it comes to spiritual. And the pastor, as the gatekeeper, got to open up the door so that Jesus can get in your heart. You're talking about you at home studying your word. Did I get Jesus need to shut down all church then? Ephesians. He said the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The only way the eyes of your understanding can be enlightened. Watch this. Watch this, y'all. Is that you got to be fed with truth. Knowledge and understanding. So as the pastor being the porter or the gatekeeper, eyes of your understanding being not, watch this, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. The word hope is expectation. You got to know what does Jesus expect of me. That's why a lot of folks are still under the power because they don't know what Jesus expects of them. Amen, y'all. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Go down. And what is the exceeding greatness of what? Of his power to, to us what? Who what? 
which he produced in Christ, we didn't do what? Raised him from the dead. And set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Far above what? All principalities. So what are we doing? Being under the bondage of anything. Amen. Far above all what? Principalities. Far above all power. Far above all might. Come on, somebody. Far above all dominion. Far above every name that is named, only in this world, but also in that which is to come. That's why I said, I will not be brought under the power of any. Why? Because Jesus got all power. Come on, somebody. Amen. Jesus got all power. And have put all things under his feet. Y'all see that? And gave him to be the head over all things to what? To the church. So especially if you in the church. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. You ain't got no business being under the power of anything other but Jesus if you're if, if, if you in the church. Is that right, somebody? Y'all don't hear me now. So let's go back here. So as a pastor, I got to open up the eyes of your understanding. And when that veil has been taken off, now you can see what God expects of you. You can see what God desires. You ready for this? Now you can see who you are in Jesus. Now you can see the calling that God got upon your life. I'm opening the door. And his sheep, there's us, hear what? His voice. And he called his own sheep. How? Huh? Huh? How does he call them? By name. He called them how? By name. That's why y'all here today. God called you by name. Amen, somebody. How you know? Because he woke me up and started dealing with my mind. Yes. Amen, y'all. Oh, yeah. He could have been dealing with the next door neighbor, but he was calling my name. Come on, somebody. Amen. That's why the Bible says, save yourself. He called his own sheep by name and do what? And leadeth them out. Y'all see that? Lord, lead me out of this mess. Lord, lead me out of adultery. Lord, leave me out of fornication. <laughs> Lord, leave me out of homosexuality. Leave me out of this alcohol. Leave me out, Jesus. You don't call me by my name. Ain't you the one to y'all? He called you by your name. Amen. Come on, somebody. It's not a wonder some people, my Lord, my God, your husband or your wife, God, that may not be saved. He called you by your name. Your parents may not be saved. He calls you by your name. Amen, y'all. See, we, we can start to worry about nobody. By it. No, don't worry about nobody. He called me by my name. Thank God for calling me. Is that right, y'all? Thank God for calling my number. When your number is called, it's time to pick up the phone and say, yes, Lord. Time to open up your, your eyes and say, yes, Lord. Watch this. And when he put it forth his own sheep, he do what? He go up before them. And what happened? And the sheep 
And the sheep follow him because they know his voice. Amen, y'all. Y'all ready for this? That's why the preacher got to preach truth. Because the folks in the streets that ain't ready to come to church, they got to know there's a church that they can go to that's going to tell me the truth when I am ready to go to church. Is that right, somebody? I suppose I was a punk preacher. Suppose I was a punk preacher. I, I believe the Lord will put a punk preacher in a city, in, a, in this area of the city. Amen. Amen. Because if you truly from the streets, you want folks to tell you the truth. Now, one thing about the street man and street woman, they want you to tell them the truth. Amen. They may not like it, but as long as you tell me the truth, yeah. don't sit here lying to my face. Yeah. And here you want a preacher that's going to sit up, stand up on the pulpit and lie to you. Got to be crazy. Not this one. Hey, <laughs> all them street folks know who I am. Amen. Amen. I, I tell them, this ain't no homosexual church. Amen. They had a homosexual try to come up over here. Amen. Amen. Try to come up over here and start try to start running things. So here I am sitting back. See, one, one thing about it, God will let you make a fool of yourself if you ain't going to serve him right. Amen, Amen somebody. He sure will. Tell my God is love. Yeah, God is love. He loves you so much that no matter what type of sin you're in, he loves you enough to pull you out. Am I right, somebody? He, God, is, God is willing to pull anybody out. But when you start hiding up underneath the name of Jesus, start using the name of Jesus to fulfill your ungodly sins. Now, now, now that home says he gonna pay. I tell you, how is this gonna be a homosexual church when I ain't a homosexual? <laughs> how is it gonna be a homosexual church when I'm a man, a strong man up here in the Word of God preaching? And be comfortable. Got to be crazy. I don't care if homosexuals get mad. Romans. Let me, let me show you. Amen. Amen. Homosexuality is wrong. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who what? Who hold the truth. So, man, you think I'm going to hold the truth and unrighteousness and the wrath of God's going to be upon me? That's what folks do. They want to go to a church where the preacher will hold the truth in unrighteousness. You know homosexuality is wrong, so here I, I'm not preaching against it. I'm holding the truth and the righteousness to please you. 
and the wrath of God is upon me, you've got to be crazy. I might be crazy, but I ain't, I ain't got that much sense. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ah. Who holds the truth of the righteous? Go down. Because that which may be known of God is what? Hold up. That which may be known of God is what? It's manifest in them. God gave a man a prick and a woman of a giant. Am I right, somebody? It's manifested in them. It's already born a man. Already born a woman. It's already been manifested in But the preacher wrong when he preached on it, huh? Well, I'll just be wrong for Jesus then. That's right. If I can't be right for God, then I can't be right for nobody. For God had showed it unto them. Watch this. The invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are even made, even his eternal power. His what kind of power? Yeah. Eternal. Look at your neighbor and say, I will not, I will not be brought, be brought under, the power under the power of enemy. God got eternal power. Amen. Don't let nothing bound you. Amen. Don't let nobody gag you. Yeah. Tell them you're alive. Amen. Yeah. Tell them you're alive. Tell them I'm going to serve Jesus. There's eternal power in God here. God ain't no Trinity God. God is one. Amen, somebody. So that they which are with, they are without excuse. Ain't nobody got no excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. That's what that, that, that that's what that homosexual do. He did not glorify God as God. <laughs> Amen. You gonna put a gun to somebody's head. And you ain't even supposed to have no gun. If I was a crook, I'd call and get him arrested. That's for me. Oh, the church over $2,700. You don't come in here and act like you ain't. Man, listen, if I owe the church that much money, that much money. Don't you know the Holy Ghost will be messy? I could not hardly sleep at night. God said, touch not my anointed and do his proper no harm. His anointed is his church. How you gonna dog a church? Amen. Amen. Go steal a church mother's money. Oh y'all, I'm trying to tell y'all what goes on in churches. Right. Amen. I watch some of the street folks don't come. Amen. Come. Hey, see, ain't nothing but hypocrites in the church. Where's the real men and women of God? Am I right, somebody? Where's the real men that will stand up for Jesus? Where's the real women that will women that will stand up for Jesus? Where are they? Neither were they thankful, but they became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, what happened, y'all? They became fools. That what happened. Go there. Change the glory of the 
uncorruptible God into an image made like to a corruptible man. Birds, four-footed beasts, creeping there. Wherefore God also gave them up to a cliff. Man, look, when God give you up, watch this, to a cliff, through the desires of your own heart, to dishonor your body between you. Lord, don't, don't, don't give me up. Lord, don't give me up. Watch this. Who changed the truth of God into a lie? Worship and created us, serve the creature more than the creator who's blessed to be with us. For this God, God gave him up to what kind of affection? No. Put a word out there. Watch this. Look, infamous. Go down. Disgraceful. Bottom. Dishonor. Shame. Go back. Shameful affections. It's a shameful affection for a man to want to sleep with another man. Is that what it said? God gave him up to what kind of affection? Bottom affection. How's a man that got ash knees gonna want to sleep with another man that got ash knees? <laughs> I'm preaching true. I don't care who's gonna lock it up. Is that true, sister? At least I got one amen. Amen. <laughs> but when the preacher preach on it, he wrong. Don't you know? If the preacher don't preach on it, they can't get no help. I'd rather you tell me the true preacher so I can get some help. Is that right, y'all? I have been brought under the power of this thing, under the authority of this, but I need you to tell me some truth, Jesus. Amen. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. It's against nature for a woman to lay with another woman. Is it against nature? And likewise, also the men, they leave the natural use of the woman. They burn in their lust one toward another. And you don't think I ain't going to say nothing? Amen, y'all. Lord, if I want to be saved, help me to break this spirit, Lord. Help my spirit, Lord Jesus. Help my mind, Lord. Break this thing down on the inside, Jesus. Break that spirit up, Lord Jesus. Lord, I want to be with the woman, Lord. Lord, I'm tired of being with the man. Lord, I, I want to be with the man, Lord. I'm tired of being with the woman, Lord. Lord, break up that spirit on the inside. Lord, break that spirit up, Lord. Lord, break that affection, Lord. Lord, break that desire, Lord. Lord, break that feeling, Lord. Break it up, Lord. Break it up, Jesus. Break it up, Jesus. Men with men working that which is unseen. Amen. Don't y'all know God say all unrighteousness is sin? Amen, y'all. See, you can say the preacher judging. No, the preacher ain't judging. 
He's preaching truth. Never think that the message is just for you. Amen. Am I right yet? Amen. Because <laughs> you know how many folks are on Facebook looking? Right. You don't know how many folks is listening on the one, two, three speakers. Amen. So never think that the message is just for you only. God is too great. Many times when God sent his word, it's not just for you. Amen, y'all. But it's for others out there because there's other folks out there that struggle with the same thing that you struggle with. Amen, y'all. And there's some folks out there that struggle with what you struggle with and they don't want to struggle with it no more. So, Lord, send your word, Lord. Send your word, Jesus. Where shall I go, Lord? There's nowhere for me to go, Lord. You got the words of eternal life. You got the words of deliverance, Lord. You got the words of salvation. Lord, you got the words of healing, Lord. Yeah. 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 And that's what's wrong. Folks get it twisted and they make it all about themselves. Right. Exactly. Mm. So you don't put God in this little bit of box where God is just speaking to you. What about everybody else out there? Right. Amen, somebody. Amen. What about the other folks out there? And one brother said he listened on the porch with his notebook. If you're listening, come on in, brother. Come on in the house of God. You ain't got to listen on your porch no more. Come on in and let God help you. Come on and get up on there so I can bring it down to a close. But I want the Lord to speak to somebody's soul today. My Lord and my God. Go back to John chapter number 10. Verse number four, and when he put it forth his own sheep. Don't y'all know that God goes before you? That's why God said, you ain't got to worry. Listen, my Lord and my God, your deliverance will come after a while in God's time. Yeah, yeah. Am I right, somebody? Yeah. I want to take you back to the Red Sea. Oh, when God brought his people out of Egypt. Amen. Yeah, he led them through the Red Sea, but when they came to the Red Sea, all they could see was some water. Yeah. And they wondered, Lord, how are we going to get over this thing? Hmm. They said, Moses, have you brought us? all the way that we might die, we would have been better off in bondage. Amen, somebody. Sometimes you can tell yourself, I'm better off in bondage. Come on, somebody. I'm better off in the bondage of this thing right here. I'm better off having this thing having authority over me, because all you can see is the water. Amen. But you just got to wait on God. Come on, somebody. You just got to wait till God come and bring to Moses your way. When God bring the Moses your way, here come the staff. I'm going to smite the water of the Red Sea. I'm going to smite the waters of your homosexuality. I'm going to smite the waters of your fornication. I'm going to smite the waters of your adultery. I'm going to smite the waters of your alcohol. I'm going to smite the waters of your drugs. I'm going to smite the waters that got you bound. 
I'm going to strike the waters that you are under the power of and the power of God. It's going to part the waters of your life. Part the waters of homosexual. Part the waters of drugs. Part the waters of alcohol. That you might not be under the power of that, but under the power of Jesus Christ. Smite the waters of my life, Lord. Give me a deliverance, Lord. All they could see was the waters. They could not see that God already brought them through. Amen. 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 I tell folks all you got to do is you just got to keep coming. Amen. No matter what condition you are in, you just got to keep coming. Because as long as I keep coming to the house of God, I might not see my deliverance today, but I know that my deliverance shall come after a while. Let me say it shall come. It shall come. You just got to wait on God. Amen. That Moses, that Moses is the pastor. Amen. No, you know, Moses had to smite the waters. Amen, y'all. You ought to be glad the pastor will smite the waters. Amen. Of those things that's going on in your life. Smite the waters of that adultery in my life, Lord. Smite the waters of that homosexuality in my life, Lord. Smite the waters of that alcohol in my life, Lord. Smite the waters, Lord, that you may part them, that I may go through and see the other side, that I may go through to victory, that I may go through to freedom. And when the devil come pursuing behind me, he gonna get swallowed up. Why? Because I done been delivered down on the inside. Amen. He gonna get swallowed up. Because I've been made free. Amen. Now I got some power. Now I got some authority. Now I got some word that I can look back and tell the devil, devil, you are lying. So God is going before you. God is going before you. He goes before you, sheep. He makes a way for you. He parts the Red Seas for you. Is that right, somebody? I don't care where you are today. I don't care what type of sin you are in today. God will part the Red Sea of that sin in your life and you can look back and say I'm not under the power of this thing no more because God has made me free. Hallelujah. I'm free Lord. I'm free Lord. And notice here as it close here. The sheep follow him they know his voice but a stranger they will not follow him. But they're going to flee from a stranger. My Lord, I'm going to verse number seven. Jesus said, I say unto you, he said, I am the door of the sheep. And all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. And by me, if any man shall enter in, what does he say, y'all? He shall be saved. He shall be saved. Yep, glory. Poor word say now. We need to bring it to a close. Jesus. 
My Lord and my God. He shall be delivered. Oh, is there anybody that needs some deliverance today? You got to come in through the door. Amen. I, I, I'm, I'm opening up the door of Jesus to you today. All you got to do is come into the door. And God will give you some deliverance. God will give you some protection. God will give you some healing. There's so many folks out there that need some healing. Amen. There's so many folks that need healing. That's why God will expose folks. Folks come in the house for healing. They ought to be able to be, get some, be some protection in God's house. Anybody, anybody agree with me on that? You ought to be able to come to God's house and be protected. Amen, you The woman ought to be able to come to God's house and be protected. The men ought to be able to come to God's house and be protected. Amen. The young people, the little children, the teenagers right. ought to be able to come into God's house and be protected. That's right. Notice, you shall be saved. Notice, y'all see that protection. See, saved ain't just dealing with what you think saved is. Saved is dealing with deliverance. It's dealing with protection. There's some folks out there in the street that don't feel like they got any protection. The church ought to be a place where they can come to get some protection. There's a whole lot of folks out there that want to be healed. Y'all ready for this? Y'all see the word to be preserved? Don't you know it's some folks that don't want to go back? God done help folks in the church, and he's helped folks out of church as well. And it's folks out of the church that God has helped that they don't want to go back to where they was. That's right. They ought to be able to come to a church where they can be preserved. Amen, y'all. Right, I know. The word of God is going forth. It's going forth with truth and anointing and power and authority. And it's helping me to not go back where I was. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. Say do well. Go back if you will. But it's saying here that I am doing by me if any man enter in. He shall be saved. I'm about to close in Acts 2. And verse number 38, 36, if you will. Let's start off with verse number 36. And Acts 2 and 36 reads that, Therefore, let all the house of Shirley, a visual notion. God made that same Jesus 